Hello everybody, my name's Thane Kuby and welcome to uh, Talk Back with Thane and Bomber. There's no here today because I kind of really confirm and he was supposed to be here with me. So I've got Sophia, she's she's going to help me out and we're just kind of going to have a little bit of a chat. Sophia, how are you? Good. I'm perplexed as to why you chose the flag intro. Because it's longer and because when like there was like no one watching, now there's like six people watching. And so I thought it would be a little bit cooler. Should I just run through the other ones I've got here? Yeah, so, because I think there's some good stuff in the other ones. Have a listen to look at this, guys. That's my favourite. Yeah, well, you've seen them all, but the other one's this one here. Have a not as good, eh? I just wonder why I'm seeing Richard Gere and <laughs> Julia Roberts in the middle of it. Had, in the program, you had to fill in like 12 photos and the Richard Gere one was just like on my phone because I had saved something else. And so I just thought, oh, I can't be stuffed like going through and really putting effort in. So I just got three photos and just whacked them on, 12 photos and just whacked them in there. Oh, pretty Would good. Would you, you like to explain to everybody why you um, aren't like actually on video like I'm on video? Oh, yes. Well, so I'm wearing a giant pink robe and it's a wee bit embarrassing. And then underneath, I've gone really cozy tonight, you know. I'm absolutely over lockdown and that could come across quite privileged. Obviously, there's worse shit in the world. You look a little grubby. You know, just old, old, what do you call it? Is it, what is it called? Is it called a? Look, it's just a robe, you know. I think most people have that robe that is just, it's purely. There's another name for it though, isn't there? What is it called? Um, a dressing gown? Dressing gown. When yeah. they get a little bit fluffy and discolored, they look very, very grubby. It's the staining. Yeah. It's isn't staining. it? Yeah. It's the staining that's the. The real, <laughs> yeah, it's distinguishing. Right. It's how you know the um, difference between a comfortable dressing gown that's really been worn in and one that's some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of sexy garment. That's not what I'm playing with here tonight. I'm wearing something that's practical, it's used well, it's well-loved, and it's not for everyone else's eyes because it's a bit hideous. So I thought I'd save them all the uh, pain. And... It's like a Salvation Army teddy bear, isn't it? Okay. Uh, so I think your Auntie Jody's um, watching. Jody, oh, uh, if you, and Graham, uh, hi guys. If you want to comment, uh, just you know, comment down below. That's great. Uh, and also, Jody, if you want to come on and join on the screen, you're able to do that as well. You just click the link in the post, and then hey presto, you're up. Which is quite exciting. Hey um, Joe, so, I bet you've got a uh, grubby dressing gown. Dressing gown. If you do, please join me. It's kind of like domestic violence dressing gown, isn't it? It's the very it's one you hold and you shiver and you go. Oh, 
give it a rest. No, it anyway. is not. Anyway, it's just a practical um, dressing gown, and I think it's from Kmart. We were talking about some news today, and uh, there is an Eagle helicopter flying over Beachlands. It's because there is there's a little flat island you can walk out to uh, in Beachlands, and you know it's very popular in summer. The tide goes out, you can walk out there. Eight people tonight have left their bubble, I assume they're from the same bubble, and they've gone camping on top of this flat island, and they've you know. The tides come in and then they can't come back. So the situation is they're stuck over there until the tide changes at 10.30. So the Police Eagle helicopter is now zooming in and around to try and save their asses. Hopefully they haven't gone over there and had a party because that's kind of responsible. I think, though, you don't know. Sounds like a great time, but it's very cold. You don't know, though, that they went this evening, nor do you know whether they've broken their bubble. I mean, they've walked out, yes, but it is at low tide, actually probably just a walk. And I guess if you went over there and you thought, oh, we can sort of walk around, maybe they're all in one bubble, and then they've turned around and gone, oh, God, okay, we're stuck here on this tiny island. Um, they're assuming they're, they're wet because they have tried to swim back and then gone, there's no way we're going to be able to do this. We're going to turn around. And they're um, shining torchlight over to a couple of other residents on the other side who are shining torchlight, but obviously they've got no cell phone coverage and yeah. Oh, Jody, you're in your Grumbo dressing gown. See? Yeah, baby. Grumbo dressing gown. That sounds like you are a gnome or something. I love that. <laughs> um, yes, we got Graham Holmes says, are you on the right? Yeah, man. I'm on, this is $16.99 for 12 cans. So, I mean, basically it's spates. So thank you very much, it's, Graham. If you'd like to join us, <laughs> click that little link. Come join you've us. You've got to do anyway, what you've got to do in lockdown. What? I said you've got to do what you've got to do in, in lockdown. You know, everybody's got to change their tastes. I bought Ched's crackers the other day. I haven't had those since about 1995. I tune my nose up at them. But, you know, when you're bored and you can't put any effort into, you know, making something new it's an interesting you know you, you you just go back to those old favorites i threw a little bit of cheese and some of that shaved ham on there now do you notice that everything's actually gone up in price in the supermarkets like when you went out to do a household shop at pack and save can you believe it what used and, to and be 99 cent lettuce is now like seven bucks and then they jump on the news and then they say oh um you know no it's not and then we were all like suckers sitting there going oh okay it, it isn't then but we all bloody know it is and i follow the stick man on instagram i don't know why i'm going to cancel that this guy's going on about you know song and dance and keeping it topical and what have you but the fact of the matter is they're ripping us off Thoughts. Yeah, look, if I can jump in here, there are a couple, yes, Vanessa, I absolutely agree. And I have a new love for the Cheds, but I'll tell you what I was disappointed with just quickly before I rant about Pack and Save. I went to grab a Cheds today and I put my hand in and I thought, what the fuck is this? And mm. inside the Cheds box, some person i'm i'm actually hoping it was a child had shoved a bunch of mandarin peel inside and i was like what and so i pulled the mandarin peel which actually gave me a fright because that's not what a ched feels like so that was frightening and enough as it was threw that in the bin and then i got a ched and it was like all mushy and wet and tasted like citrus so i had to crack open the other one but yes delicious pack and save in south auckland may i add 
Okay, so our, we're bubbling in South Auckland, well, South East Auckland, so Beachlands. Let's call it East Auckland. Well, yeah, it's a bit like that, but <laughs> for well, this purpose, not, I mean, yeah, it Auckland, is, no, it is like that. That's what it's called, East Auckland. Yeah, okay. Well, this supermarket, the Pack and Save, I would say, is counted as South Auckland. But anyway, this what I'm saying is, demographic-wise, you're sending people into a Pack and Save to spend, it was $4.99 for an iceberg lettuce. And I'm not talking yeah. about the one that comes wrapped up like some sort of gift. This thing had been rolling around the trolleys. It's probably done a double barrel around the floor and half its leaves are hanging off, and it was yes. like $5. Crazy, eh? Yeah, it's so, oh, it's so gross. I like, like how avoid do doing the shopping that? if I have to, because shopping is so, like, out of lockdown, great. I'll do the shopping. I'll pitch in. I'll do my bit. But during COVID, oh, it's too, it's like Chernobyl going through the local countdown down here. It's awful. Mm. It's know? quite freaky, eh? I think it really does... Um, Give you a bit of a, a freak out. Five dollars eighty on the shore. Was oh it for a lettuce? Gosh. And I saw that they had those. You know those cost lettuces, guys, that you get two in one packet. They mm. bloody taken one of the costs out, and it was just one cost, and it was about four dollars something or other. And I thought this is those double baby costs. This is absurd. We're being ripped off, people. We are being absolutely ripped off. These fucks are getting away with it as well. And we're making these guys rich, which really makes my blood boil. Uh, some more comments here. Here we go. Have people forgotten they can grow vegetables in their backyards? Lost technology. I mean, that's yeah, true. And I'm a gardener, but they yeah. take quite a bit of time, you know, and I love the thought here. But at yeah. the moment, you'd be waiting quite a long time to, to reap the rewards of your um, your green thumb. And I've got um, three kids to feed. It's just a bit of a hassle, you know, waiting. But also people are leaving, um, you know, produce and books and stuff out the front of their houses, which is nice. So on the walk, but you can nab a couple, which is pretty good. Yeah, um, that's else, true. But I did actually yeah. say um, to myself the other day, I should plant a herb garden. And that is something that we can do with those herbs that come in a pot um, at the pack and says, can we move on from that? Graham says, if you don't pack and save, he'd do the same thing. Would you? Thanks, Graham. Complete asshole. No, you know, if I was in a, a rich area, maybe. I think that was a joke. I, I think that was a joke. Uh, yeah, like, I'm just, what else did it lettuce? Uh, <laughs> What's uh, Kerry, Kerry Goodgate? I do. You cannot buy the seedlings. Oh, yeah. That's a really good point, Kerry, actually. Um, yeah. And because I was looking at, you know, I was sort of having a little look around on the internet to see what I could buy. Because you know, uh, and I was trying to buy some tiles or some some um, wood to build this little table. There's nothing. There's no seeds. There's no plants. There's no plywood. What do you cream, use cream cheese. cheese for? Do you know what cream cheese for? Baking. Yes, yes, yes. I just bought some, and yeah, I I think I paid about that as well. Um, and normal cheese, a normal block, you know, where you might get an item for ten. But see, it was a joke. Yeah. Always That's think Graham. the best of people. Graham's a great guy. He was just having a laugh. Um, cheese was like 10 and now it's 15. Row one type each tray between each other. Yeah, well, that's actually um, a really good idea. And also I think something that when you're in lockdown, you do go into that kind of um, thought process of like, hey, 
what happens if this did go longer term? You know, would we go back to a bartering system and support each other as a community? And is that a good thing? And that's um, a really, that's, yeah, it's topical. I like it. Those dumb pre-owned errors don't work. Grow on that says. Grow on. Right. I don't Do know. You... you know, herbs are nice. Lemon tree, that's fine. You're either a gardener or you're not a gardener. The older I get, the more energy I put into maybe doing the dishes with a lot more effort. You know, sometimes I don't really dry the Tupperware, maybe in my 30s, but now I actually take the time to dry the Tupperware and put it away oh. properly. I also like to vacuum clean out the toaster and get the crumbs. I like to be thorough. I like to put effort into a job well done. That's fantastic. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad that you shared that with everyone. And I'm really... Hey, um, can you just you. take over? I was going to go and do something real fast. Is that all right? Um, yeah, okay. Community gardens need we'll to get more local council investment, large areas dedicated. Yeah, absolutely. Did they start something um, like this and it just hasn't been funded more? Is that what you mean? I think that is the case. I know that we've got one down the road. Um, it looks a bit sparse. I'm not sure if there's just not enough people volunteering their time. I think it's one of those things as well where there are so many... Um, commitments for everybody in modern life that it does get a little bit tough to dedicate time to doing things like that but there's certainly people around that um, that do have the time to work on community gardens and I 100% support that is that what you just went to do? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Otherwise right. it's kind of boring. Um, what's Josh say over here? Josh is on about the only garden I ever tried was for the smoking kind. So Did it work? Mm-hmm. Um, browsing, yes, very small areas. Very small, yeah, yeah. Classic Kirby over la la la. Yeah, there we go. Great. All right. Well, let's. Gardens are fairly boring because I don't really have anything in common um, with gardens. Were you? I do. Um. So I used to do a lot of gardening. I went to a Steiner school and I studied horticulture. Um. We were denied. Now, is that for the autistic? Is that what you're saying? What did you just say? Steiner schools for autistic people, is that correct? No, it Just give us a little it's bit alternative of learning. It's alternative learning. So people who um, maybe lead slightly alternative lifestyles or have children they want to raise to be slightly more creative. Like I learned how to um, carve and sew and garden and I can make you a metal item. There was metalwork and woodwork. Anyway, um, wow. council should have done, yeah, that's so true. And there's so much land as well. It's kind of puzzling to me that, um, that they wouldn't be interested in that. There's a lot of land that's certainly possible. I always thought, what's to stop, you know, you from just going to a local park, you know, putting out some cones, setting up some, you know, look, everything looks like you're a builder. Uh, and then just kind of like taking the edge off a local park and putting a house up. I mean, who's going to ask questions? You know, it's quite a long term. It's a long term ruse to sort of yeah. attempt something like that. <laughs> Maybe a pop up house. You know what I mean? And the other thing is, um, I just think with people's boundaries, if they've got a massive berm, just extend the fence over quietly a, a, a certain years. You know, so you a can actually start using that land. What was it? Is a berm a standard size? What about turning the berms into 
gardening areas grandson oh hey that's so cool yeah steiner schools are interesting i think um there's the michael park steiner school which i think was sort of the larger more i would say well put together steiner school that i didn't go to and there was another one that was um slightly smaller and maybe a little bit more mental um still still great and learned lots of fantastic things but i think that some of the teachers were just a bit, a bit left to center but i think should we go on facebook now and have a look for... should we go on like here he is i used to be a steiner school we'll join that's the group and see if anybody says... stuff it says hey i think Pass that's bath. the wrong thing no oh, go back to... yeah i think you're on the wrong thing i used thing. to be a steiner Membership yeah, is, but it I said to... something. Did you work for Steiner on a cruise? What's the Steiner motto? There's nothing. But this is not the school. What are you doing? What? Did you work for Steiner on cruise? Oh, right, that is definitely not the Did right you school, work so. in the spa thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the right one. So how do you spell Steiner school? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a memorial page. What are you doing? Oh, shit. Sorry. Is this Steiner? Just get out of there. Get out of there. No, oh, I want to check out the Steiner school. You won't stop talking about Steiner. Kerry Good Games come in and all about Steiner. Look, I think it? it's really something. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's something that these nowadays. Kids. Can you use this in the real world? No, but it's actually, it's community based. And, you know, I mean, I was reading Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit when I was about eight and nine. Right. You know, it was really uh, it was a full-on scenario. But I think quite a lot of these um, better, larger Steiner schools are really great. You know, they're just a little bit alternative like they focus on. <coughs> Excuse me. Look like it's a little bit backwards. It just seems like, I mean, look at the handwriting there. Is that eagle-ish? Is, is that supposed to say English? You know, mm, messy I think it's a child. You know, that's a child. You can't. Oh, look at that picture of the blackbird. Is that a duck? Uh, I, I don't know. But they're children. Know. Well, the hand doesn't look like a children's hand. It's a, it's a mother or a teacher maybe having a look. I'm going to excuse myself for a moment because I need to get a little bit of a, a little lozenge because yeah, I'm not used to talking so much. Mm. <laughs> hey, what else put on the messages? Oh, he's a he's a uh, he's a shout out, guys. Hey, Hayden, a shout out. Right on. What is is that? Hey. saying hi to someone. Yeah, I think so. That's our first shout out of the show. And here's uh, hi, Steve. Steve. Hey, Steve. With How are I love you? Do you? No, I don't, but Steve does. And Steve, why don't you click the link I was on, asking the, on Steve. the thingy and you can join us, which is quite nice. Yeah, come on, Steve. You can do it. Hey, um, I'm going to take a 30-second break, everybody. Now I'm going to play this flag that says talk back with Thane and Bomber. I'll be back in a second, okay? <laughs>
goes on forever. Um, the thing is, is that bomber couldn't make it. So. Oh, hey, Sarah. Who's Sarah again? Sarah Gilmore. Why are we starting work now? What are you doing? Oh, that's weird. Are you got like a, a business at home or are you like, are you an MIQ? MIQs, what a shocker. I think everybody's working from home at the moment, Thane. Oh, yeah, of course they are. Yeah, right. Have we got any um, business people out there, like entrepreneurs, that would like to come in and spruik their product? I mean, we've got 10 people viewing. Now's your opportunity, people. Get in there. <laughs> and if you're, every uh, person is a potential sale. Yeah, totally. Um, Sarah is saying, she's at the border. Oh, my God, Sarah. We need to speak to you. You could be our first interview. Just click the link in the post and then you can join us on this little call. I've got so many questions to ask. It's probably breaking a whole lot of who cares? Just if do anyone it. Anyone needs horse poo for their garden contact thing. That's funny. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. Really nice I think Jody has horse poo. Um and what she's saying is just contact Thane. So I yeah. don't think... <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Okay, let's get back to the border. We've got Sarah. She's currently in the border. People can't come back, or they can come back. I think you can, if you're in Rarotonga or Vanuatu, you can come Should back. Can we in establish there. which border? Is it the border to Auckland? Is it the border to the country? Yeah, okay. Let's get down to the facts. Is that what you're saying? Oh, Carrie's real estate. Whoop, whoop. Good on you, Carrie. I, I I was going to be a real estate agent, and then I like did one little thing on the online test to get my license, and I just couldn't be fucked. Just too much reading, and my handwriting has deteriorated. I'd like to do all the easy stuff and then have somebody clean up paperwork. You did um, actually ask if I would do it for you, and then, yeah. yeah, it was, it was a no. Own construction company. Yes, amazing. Okay, well, real estate, construction. Cheers, mate. And let's move on. We've got somebody else Byron, here. do you have any plywood? Savvy. What? I'm asking Byron if he's got any plywood. Not that I could actually get it to my house, but I really want to make this beautiful um, tiled side table. Mm. And I need some plywood. Just saying. Um, Graham says, hey, I'm Graham. I own a Savvy uh, Site Works, a product of COVID, but emerging and thriving. Very good. Awesome. Would you like, what would you like to know? I'm stoked you guys are on. Thank you. I guess we want to know is, um, what do you want to know from somebody working at the border? Are you the border of Auckland? Are you the border getting into the country? Sarah, please let us know. What about that island lady that's got bashed by the Herald this morning because she was trying I'm to feed her kids? By that. Food was late. Then she got a pizza hours later and it was half eaten and the staff were rubbish. Can I comment? Sorry, I keep talking over you. It's very difficult because I can't actually see you. But if you turn your camera on and be brave, this could actually happen. You'd be able to do this to see the whole thing. Who wants Sophia to be brave? Just turn your camera on. Don't we know that you're wearing rubbish. <clears throat> we, we know what you're wearing. We're prepared for it. If you're anything like your profile picture, <laughs> it's done it. Um, the Lawn Warrior North Shore. Should I? I'd love, I've got a lawn, but I live so much, so like miles away. So 
Good on your lawnmower. Great name. I like uh, the, country oh, the country border. Okay. Awesome. Hey, um, just to double back on that that quarantine scenario. You know, I feel it's really upsetting to see a headline so irresponsible picking on a mother for sticking up for her babies. I mean, they weren't fed for the better part of a day. That baby was two and four. He's gone off to the toilet, guys, but I'll keep rabbiting on anyway. But it's really, it's pretty crazy that that's the way they've turned their viewpoint on the story is to pick on her and essentially call her crazy and for having a meltdown in quotations for, you know, receiving a half-eaten pizza for two babies who have not been fed for the better part of a day. I actually think that's quite a logical response to be angry. And if you're not angry, I'd be really concerned for you as a parent. Um, and I think it's a really targeted thing for women. I don't think if it was a father that they would have turned the media around like that. Um, and I think that the focus should actually be on how are we operating facilities that are not feeding people and why aren't they getting the food? Why are they running out of food? Has anyone even bothered to ask that question in the media? They haven't said anything other than this woman's basically had a meltdown. What's that about? I think because she's um, Pacific Island too, people are rather racist and also she's a loudmouth and a lot of people don't like um, loudmouths, uh, especially when they're um, Pacific Island. No, I'm really kidding. Um, no, oh, no Pacific you're right. Is and, and, she's standing up for herself and, and her family and what have you. And those who have had children, have children, understand that, you know, they come first. And she's trying to be a great mum. Okay, she's got uh, COVID, she's COVID positive. The service looks like it's loud and trash. The food looks more disgusting as it's go by. And the attitude, you've got a mother who's scared a lie, and that's projecting onto the kids. They seem like they're not having a very good time, probably scared, a lot of anxiety in that room. At mm -hmm. least you can get a little bit of respect from MIQ stuff, and you're not getting that. She's Her temperature's boiling. The network news and what have you only play the bad stuff of her, uh, you know, outburst again, defending her family, and then the Herald spin it this morning like it's her fault, which is bloody disgusting. It really is, and I think they do that knowingly because they think, okay, well, we can use these things against her that she's a, a woman and that she's Pacific Island and that she's COVID positive. And they're well aware that that actually has stigma attached to it, whether they like to admit it or not. It does. And for that reason, they should have protected her more, but they didn't. Um, Karina, so what happened was basically this woman and her two, two children, two and four, were COVID positive and they were taken to an isolation. Like I think it was one of the IBIS, I think it was. And they had breakfast, and then by three o'clock the next day, uh, sorry, by three o'clock that day, they still hadn't delivered any lunch. The babies were starving. By like six o'clock that night, they got some manky old pizza dropped off outside the room, and it was half eaten. Unbelievable. Who, who eats the pizza? How can you make that mistake? Well, what they said was that it was cosmetically damaged upon delivery. Oh, shit. Cosmetically damaged means a little bit of cheese has slid, slid off or there's salami around, you know, slid off the pizza. Not there's about a big eating. Difference. No, there's a big difference between, you know, four slices missing and some rogue toppings. 
let's ride up there with my husband, Samoan, like with Judith Collins, you know? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's it's really sad because it's just an easy pick to pick on her, you know? And do you reckon that if we're COVID positive or you suspected that you wouldn't go for a test because you didn't want to end up in that hellhole? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I've had that thought, um, truth be told, like going, oh, you know, after I had um, my second vaccination, I got quite sick just from a reaction. And then I felt like, oh, my gosh, this is getting worse. But I didn't want to go and get it tested because I didn't want to be taken away from my babies because I didn't know how they're going to be cared for or whether they'd be coming with me. And apparently what happens is that they go, oh, hey, guess what? Um, if you do have a positive um, test, then you're going to see a squad car outside your house. I mean, how scary is that? Shit, yeah. Yeah, that MIQ thing was really weird, wasn't it? it it's really sad. I totally agree with that. Um, mm. Hey, once you, Carrie, once you get um, out of the shower and you put on your Grumbo dressing gown, please feel free to join us. Um, let's go back to uh, lovely Sarah, who's currently at the border and she's watching this little show. Uh, I guess, are we still letting people in, Sarah, or is that like a, a thing that is finished? I believe that in my heart of hearts, the behind-the-scenes news stuff that's happening here is <laughs> that Pacific Island woman who's stuck in the MIQ with the kids who's having a terrible time likens it to jail. Um, that has probably gone viral across the world. Other Kiwis are watching this uh, around the world going, Oh, I'm coming home. I'm not coming home to that. If I'm getting stuck in like a MIQ and that's what it's like and I'm paying money, then forget about it. Because they don't want people to come back here to New Zealand, right? Yeah, it's a weird one. I actually saw um, Kayla Cullen came back with Sean Johnson, her husband. I'm hoping that I'm getting those uh, yes, you can, yeah. Karina. Um, I'm getting those names right. And uh, she posted a photo going, hey, look, I don't want to complain, but they removed all the nappies um, when we came in. They weren't from an authorised source, gave us ones that were too small and they were hurting the baby. And they gave them nachos, but the nachos were actually just corn chips with some sprinkled cheese on the top. Yeah. Give us a bloody break. How's the baby going to eat that? Cheese. On nacho chips, not even warm. You got to be joking me. A corn yeah. chip does not a nacho make. Just texting. My work spans. I'm kicking them. Um, so question here from Karina. Why was it okay to shoot and kill the man who stabbed uh, up the people in Linmore, but not okay yeah. to shoot and kill the Christchurch shooter? That's a really good, yeah. So the background with that guy. He was. He, well, he got here two thousand and eleven. He started yep. uh, kicking in with his ideology two thousand sixteen, I believe. No, two thousand and sixteen. Uh, he was put on a terror alert. Yeah, yeah. List. Yeah. So he's had the ideology the whole time, but he's been put on that list two thousand and sixteen, and then the cops have been following him, and they kind of oh they did the right thing. They kind of offed him um, after he went on that stabbing spree. Three hey, people... Karina, what are your thoughts um, on this topic? Do, do you agree with them shooting and killing today? Steve DeMotti's coming. Hang on, hang on. Look, Steve's coming with you... this. The Christchurch gunman gave himself up to the police. That's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. 
Sarah, I feel, I totally feel for the lady, but there have been thousands of people going through MIQ. I work at the airport, but a red zone, there's still flights coming through. Sheesh. It's really, um, I think the point that it's, it feels so sad is that it's her babies, you know, and as a mum, mm-hmm. you go, are you kidding me? Like, these kids are hungry and you can't do anything. And that's a really powerless feeling. And I think that's why it feels so sad. And then to be blamed for being in a powerless situation is is worse. How about that video? I mean, we we witnessed. Good night, Jodes. Good night, good night, Jody. We, we witnessed. Love you. Yeah, we witnessed uh, the bang, 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 bang. You know, with the old old auntie on the camera at uh, Linwall Countdown. Um, she had the news footage. It was uh, the blood dripping mm. on the floor. The old fellow who dropped, and then the um the uh, the guy being killed. What Sorry, I screwed my lozenge on the microphone. Um, yeah, that was really full on, actually, and I'm surprised that that footage was um, up on your story and not removed. He wasn't armed when arrested in his car. Oh, right, so, yeah, he was arrested. Are you talking about him being arrested previously, but he wasn't able to be charged with terrorism because it wasn't – it was something not um, – like planning an attack was not – a crime, like an an offence under our terrorism laws. That's what happened. So Steve, are you able to click the link and explain it to us? Do you want to come on <laughs> on, on this broadcast and explain the uh, the Christchurch guy versus the guy that's just been off in the um, out west? That would be absolutely amazing if you can, because it just saves oh, us bumbling through it. She's talking about like yeah. So Steve's talking about the Christchurch guy gave himself up. I don't think I'm bumbling through it. I'm just. No, I'm not saying you were bumbling, but we see, we've got a, a bumbling feel. There's a bumbling vibe going on here. Oh, is there? I'm not picking up yeah. on that. Okay, that makes sense. The Christchurch shooter. Yeah, that was disturbing. Can you um, turn your camera on? That would no, make life so much easier. For who? You? Just for everybody, so you can see what's going on, see the messages and stuff. Or can you actually see what's I can going see on? see them. Yeah, oh, I'm the one okay. talking to the messages. No, All leave right, me alone. Enough. I'm quite comfortable. If we do it again tomorrow night, I'll um, I'll put my camera on. All right, no worries. Is anybody else wants to take the conversation or else? Please let us know. Um, you can just message us. We'll put your message on screen, and then also you can join us here by clicking the link that is in the post, and then you just enter this little weird studio thing, and then we can chat to you. Um, anything? Let's sign off on the old. Uh, on the old border. So have we got Kiwis coming back only? Is that the, the only people that are allowed to come back? Or are there still people who can sneak in through work? Have we uh, got the orchard picking people coming through yet from the islands? I don't know. Um, should I talk to you, to everybody about my idea that I want to pitch um, regarding the cruise boat? Or just forget about well, it? Well, I don't really know. No. Nah. Probably not. That's what that means I know. Okay. Steve says, took 21 minutes for the Christchurch government to be caught following his attack. He wanted to go to court, so let him get arrested. Oh, yeah, of course. He wanted his day in court, and he, this is all part of his little shtick, wasn't it? Which feels really disgusting to reward someone with what they're wanting out of the situation. Yeah. Feels like pure evil, that guy. Even to look at him now, he's got that kind of, look. you know, whilst look weak, I think looking in the frail he's still that kind of evil vibe around him and we must remember he is australian no offense to anyone who's australian but he's australian and i think even the government pointed that out well he is australian isn't it 
we to your Prime Minister Jacinda watched the actual footage go down. I couldn't sit through it. I saw a little bit and I went, oh, is this a video game? Oh, oh I'm out. I didn't want to see it. Mm, I didn't see it. No, I didn't. And I made a point not to look at it. Um, I just didn't want to kind of glorify or, I guess, get any interest out of somebody else's death. It's just too sad. Um, yeah. Why Good on not? you, Sarah. Sarah said, night, guys. Are you on tomorrow night? We are on tomorrow, tomorrow night. Happy to come on and chat tomorrow night. Thank you very much, Sarah. It would be good to talk to a real face and then kind of, you know, put questions to you. It's hard just to make it up on the spot. You know, we're not kind of prepared. Hey, but, we're just um, getting comfortable. I think this is yeah. quite interesting. It's a nice little way of doing it. Um, hmm. <laughs> Ed Karina. Maybe you'd like to come on, click it on the post, Karina, and enlighten us. Now, Karina, I believe, was the woman that came over to our house uh, years ago and had yep. that little dragon's eye. Yep. Remember that? Are you talking about the the dragon's egg? Yes, and the salt. It. Yep. Yeah. So you came and cleansed our home in Northcote Point when we were there. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Do we? Do you think? <laughs> We had, we had, we believed that I believed that we were living in some kind of weird paranormal haunted house. And why, right. why I believed it is because every time I'd come downstairs, there was a real foul smell by the staircase. And as it turned out, it was only me who could actually smell it. I think you guys could too as well. Well, hold on, because it was, take it back a bit. Firstly, I was laughing because Josh was voting for camera on, um, not laughing at your question, Karina. Um, and it, just a backstory for you, though, Thane, you've had experience with paranormal yes. activity before. So you're aware that it's like there's certain, as it, you know, as Google presents it, it's like there's a certain smell if it's an evil spirit, like a more demonic kind of presence as opposed to a ghost who doesn't have a, a smell. Is that right? So let's, I'll pick up the story. So anyways, I could smell the smell. Visitors outside the house couldn't smell the smell. And so it was like I was – I like I actually thought – a dog had brought some nappies that I would, you know, the, the baby's nappies had gone through the rubbish bag and taken them underneath the point of where I could smell the smell. At the time I was working at the rock radio station on the drive show, there's a lovely chap there called Jim Cawthorn and he does all the stunts and what have you. And I asked him to go under the house with a camera and see if there were any nappies and rags because the smell to me was absolutely putrid. So anyway, he turns up to the house, he goes under there with a camera, and he couldn't find a thing. In fact, there was nothing under the house, maybe uh, like a couple of old bottles and a flat tire. So where was the smell coming from? I started like going, mm, this is not right. And other people going, I can't smell a bloody thing. So I'm like, there's something going on here. So then Karina enters into the conversation, Karina Richards. She comes over, gives us a little bit of information, and then kind of does like a blessing through the house. And then once you think you've got a psychological, like this is being handled, maybe it turns your mind into thinking everything's cool. How did you feel about it anyway? 
Yeah, I remember it being quite creepy. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I don't know. It was a really strange one because I haven't had much experience with it. And I just you know, felt what, really scared downstairs. Stop me there, and I'm sorry for trampling all over this incredible chat. Why don't you put a mask on? What? A lot Hold of your hand in front of your face and breathe. Can you smell it? Why is that? Okay. Well, yeah, I can definitely in a mask. But this guy has given me an idea, Byron. If you put a mask on, maybe you feel less self-conscious about being on camera. Oh, why do you care, though? No one else is coming on. it makes it more relatable. This little thing with your, your <sighs> round circle is just, now you look angry. I am angry. <laughs> Yay, we did it, though. We did it. I'm going to have to get a better angle. It's not great. It's not great. Would you want me to give you three seconds to, hang on, I'll take you off. Give it three seconds. Now, just arrange your camera so that it makes you feel, you know, a little bit more relaxed. Do you hear? That's it. This is the thing. Go fuck off, would you? Well, sorry, Seriously. I didn't know you. Okay, right. Sorry, guys. She's very self-conscious. You know, I can, it's totally understandable. So... Tell me when you're ready to go. Send me some kind of message that you're ready to fire back up. I'm learning to like Reinick because I think beers are ripped these days. Again, you've done. Sorry, I was just double checking. Uh, you can comment here or you can come on and join us on camera. That would be very nice. A uh, new message here. We got a new one? No, we can't. We, we don't. I'm afraid. Are you ready to go? Hang on, we will be back in a real split second. Bomber was supposed to join us, but he isn't here, so it's uh, Sophia tonight. forever doesn't it welcome back to the show filling in for tonight so yeah i just gave up guys i just i just gave up i just don't care this is the reality of covid i'm in my grubby pink thing oh yeah what is that okay fair enough thank you steve facebook has been suggesting me psychic mediums that do facebook lives what they can do for people in the chat is very creepy. They're either very gifted or master gypsies. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I think there's definitely there's definitely awareness out there. There's certainly people who can pull things in. And, you know, I've experienced that with a couple of mediums. You have too, eh, Thane? Yeah, absolutely. I like to think everything is going to be – I like the idea of a medium. And even if I'm being shysted, you only mm. ask three things, eh? Am I going to make more money? How's my love life going to go? What do you see? You know, I want, I'd want. i like to pinpoint things. When am I going to die without going, well, the way you're eating bacon, mate, probably in two years. No, I just want to like go like, oh, you know, the 23rd of September, 2048, 59, something like that, you know. 
Well, how long are you planning to live? I don't know. If you had an option of living forever, would you take it? No. The reason life's so nice is because you die eventually. I've been watching documentaries about um, what happens after you die. If anyone knows who ha- if you ever died and you've come back to life being resuscitated, or if you've actually been shot, please let us know. Appreciate that. Can you still get Reinick? You can still get Reinick. It's $16.99 for 12 cans at Countdown. I sent somebody in. I said, just get us the cheapest beer going. I, I usually drink a Heineken. Or I've started getting into craft beer. But I'm like, I'm not. Screw that. Get me some cheap well, piss. Yeah. Mm. Interested. Interesting. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, has anybody died and come back? We actually still have that dragon's egg too, Karina. Thank you for coming to the house and doing that. It actually made the kids feel um, better, for sure. And you felt better about it too. And the smell did um, dissipate. Yeah. What's the deal with less. the salt? What was the deal with the salt um, when you put it at the entrance way of the house? What does it do? Does it stop? Only Karina, if you're listening, uh, if you're still there, Karina, yeah, why you just type something. Click the link on the um, click the link on the actual post, and then come and join us. We can add about fifteen people, even if you say nothing and just watch. That'd yeah, that be would be nice. Video. I mean, we're click all in Karina. our grubby robes now. Yeah, floods out west. Get a get what? A body? Were they already dead? Seems pretty crazy, eh? Like this happened in Cumu, didn't it? And they were like, the floods were Avondale. like a real deal flood. This is As like well. Ida flooding. Yeah. New depth experience, accelerating fibrillation. Oh, okay. New depth experience is like the fibrillation to accelerated awakening. Even Henderson was under Yeah, okay. Um, That's crazy. It's had energetic imprints attached to it. I've heard and that too. From the flood person was missing. Oh okay. Oh. I always thought, just speaking of flooding, I always thought, you know, in the North Shore, you go over the bridge and you're heading around to Takapuna Way and they've got those mangroves. What about a jet ski park? What about we cut up those angly, uh, ugly uh, mangroves into little channels, still have them, and then have a little jet ski park there with some jumps and whatnot? Wouldn't that be fun? Well, mangroves are essential for keeping the planet healthy. Okay. Body was found in Henderson from Kumio. That's floated a long way. Shit. Are you Jesus. saying that body floated? And you're lucky we don't have alligators and crocodiles. Byron, why don't you join us here? I hope you've got a robe. Yeah. In fact, maybe I should get a robe. We should all just sit in our robes. Robe chair. Um, I don't know. Just quickly, just getting back to death and whatnot. (laughs) Apparently, you die, you go out of your body, you see yourself, you flip through mm-hmm. your life quickly in little bites as a reconciliation or you reconcile your life just quickly. And then you get dragged upwards and then you meet your soul family and then you just get, you pop back down again through a baby. Bingo. You're all back on the track. 
So you're saying reincarnation? Mm. Byron, just with that body found in Henson from Umu, floated wow. over the dam. Wow, wow, that's insane. Byron, so, um, oh, here we go. Yeah, so, yay. Hey, show, Steve, how are you? Hi, how are you? Yeah, great. I've uh, just tuned in. Loving what you're doing. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks. Just I'm gonna... here by accident. I wasn't Nothing actually wrong. invited. <laughs> 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 I saw Thane sitting there waiting for Bobber, and I was like, I'll come and hang out with you. Um, Byron, if you want to join, you have to click the little link. Um, I don't know how to do it. Thane, you explain it. It's in the post. So look at the post. I think you have to click it's out of the screen. Just, and just, just click on it. Yeah. And then you're Excellent. away. Excellent. How's your lockdown been, Steve? Well, I'm in Tauranga, so it's been really, really easy. I um, I spent a couple of nights playing pokies because I like doing that. And um, outside right. of that, been cruising along. Um, yeah. Yeah. Easy stuff. Remember, remember, so Steve, in the last couple of lockdowns, put on um, some pokey machines. And so he's got a camera that kind of clicks onto the free games and you know the, the real ones and oh. i actually bought the uh, a game from the same place you bought a game from years ago um it was uh, it's a lot of fun man. absolutely it's great opportunity gambling. you just earn your own money yeah I, so explain it steve so I'm an idiot who decided that you need two things. In a, well, if you own your own house, I do, um, you need a couple of things. One is a man cave. And when you have a man cave, you need two things in them. One is, this is terrible, and I apologize to everyone else out there, a stripper pole. The other one is a Pokemon game. <clears throat> and I've got the stripper pole. Um, a positive story behind that. We won't go there. And I bought one pokey machine. During lockdown, I was doing a similar thing to what you guys are doing now, which is um, having podcasts and getting people on. And it didn't get – I mean, I was getting three, 400 people watching, but I'm really greedy, and that wasn't enough. So I um, decided that one day I would play a pokey machine, and then when I my, which I owned, and would see if I could get any viewers to come on. And then I had like 600 the second I did it. And, um, yeah, that's kind of how it went. Hey. Have you got Amazing. any? Um, you got any pointers for us? Uh, we're trying to get in the talkback world. Uh, how do I grow to a six hundred person audience? Um, cool. Sorry, that is cool. Um, <clears throat> I just be a kind of. I've just kind of myself. I've just been a, a bit of a whore to get out there and um, do stuff. I, I'm massive social um, interaction. Uh, I'm constantly posting things. I try not to talk. Don't. But, don't ever pick on the little guy, you know, yeah. and then stay away from direct politics. That's the other one I found. If you want to be the political person, that's great, but you're going to have half the half the country hate you. So, um, and yeah. they're not going to engage. So you've got to say things that are funny, things that are entertaining. Yeah, you got to add some humour. Yeah. Hey, so just so, um, Sophia, you understand, check this out. I'll just share this little page here. This is Steve's page here. So Steve Damani, that's him. Oh, thanks for the video too. How many do you have? 185 shares. Okay. Oh, did you yeah. share that video from Steve's? No, uh, Steve saw things on Instagram oh. and then the original one stole it and then uploaded it because I thought it'd be interesting. So I stole it off the woman who published it and he stole it off me, but he got That's more good. clicks in. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. Okay. But hey, let's just go through this. You can see the video, eh? Yeah. Check out the end, eh? This this is the spooky part here. Oh no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've gone the wrong thing. Here we go. 
If you've got children, don't let them watch this. Oh. And there you go. That's five, and he died after that, eh? They took him out. What was amazing was there was eight shots right there. So mm. the incident happens. This lady goes and posts it. She's telling her whanau and everything about it. This is what's happening, whanau. And then in the same time, she shows the blood on the ground. We see a guy lying on his back, and then, mm. bang, eight shots, and obviously the person caught. Man, we're like L.A. Like every other day, we're like becoming this kind of weird gun-toting. I reckon some stuff's happening out there. Okay, this guy's a terrorist, but what about all the seriously addicted people to drugs who are all coming down who can't get to the dealer right now who are out there trying to steal some stuff to kind of get another hit somewhere somehow? There's a lot of shit going down. Well, they can't steal any anything because they've got to rely on home burglaries and everyone's at home. Yeah. Still some brazen people out there. I reckon there's still people. That, you know, I'm I'm closing the toilet uh, window at night still because I'm thinking, uh, yeah, people will kick the tires on a garage maybe. Hard to steal a car. Mm. It's only me, guys. Absolutely. Who's the mm. Adams family, Byron? Mm. Um, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Twilight, Indiana Jones. Uh, Byron's got a pinball machine. Like oh, like those are the pinball machines. Yeah. Oh, Adam's cool. family thought... apparently is a great pinball machine. Where do you put them? Shit. In your mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. Oh, how stupid of me. Hey, <laughs> Man well, cave. It's the essential part that's missing. Uh, have you got? Can you lift your camera, Steve, and show us through your man cave? Because it's like something else. I, I wish I could, but we're, we're in my sad little office and uh, – I've got a daughter who has um, she's moved in and then out again and left oh, all the junk. Okay. Look at the man cave's a bit of a mess. So um, mm. it takes ages to turn old machines on. So I've got six of them and you've got to go up and I'll find a picture. You can... So what you're saying yeah. is like this time next week? Absolutely. Sure. Hey, um, but look at you. You like got a little news operation up there. You're breaking your <clears throat> screen up the back there with the TV. You got your several monitors there. This is a, even the office is looking pretty, uh, pretty good. Yeah, there's, I think there's, there's, this is the thing I like the most though. It's a bit geeky, but um, we've got we've got clocks. Yeah, cool. such a geek. The time around the world. Uh, yeah, it sure is. So where have awesome. we got? We've got New York. What Sydney, time is it in New York? Um, ten to six, and that would be ten, wouldn't it? I want to share something while we're all um, sharing stuff, and this is a very personal thing, and it's a little bit hard for me to to kind of bring out. You know, I'm in my forties now, and I still have to go five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. I cannot instantly tell the time off an analog clock. It is just it is so much anxiety when I wear a watch out and go, what's the time? I'm like, oh, 10, 5, 5, 25 past five. You know what I mean? I just can't. It's really tough. I mean, I've got a lot of friends that are like, oh, you, Steve, you, you know, you haven't got one of those fancy Apple watches or a such and such watch. And I mean, that one there has got like 12 diamonds in it and it's worth about $4,000. And I'm like, but mine's a piece of crap, and it's analog, and that's the only reason I can read those things now is because I've had this on my wrist for a little while. All right, we've got um, we've got Karina. Let's meet Karina, everybody. Karina is 
connecting her camera. This is the, uh, Steve, this is the lady that kind of came to our house and there were ghosts and bad smells and stuff and the paranormal, and she helped us. We're just waiting for her um, phone to get. Have you had any issues with ghosts and shit? Um, I believe that there's something out there, and I've had a friend of mine come and say to me that he says, oh, do you know such and such was at, at, at my Friday now, my home? And I said, oh, you might be talking about my parents, but they're long past. He says, no, they're they're in this room and they're orbs and they're such and such. And I went, oh, that's cool because I got along with my parents. So clearly they're looking after me. If I didn't, I would have problems. Mm. Are you, a, do you cry at funerals, um, Steve, and all that kind of stuff? You Like I can, I'm at a very sensitive situation where even if I watch something and then maybe in a movie that's deeply moving, I'm like, oh boy, I get the feels all the time. I can't help yeah, it. Definitely. I don't cry at funerals, but quite often if I know I'm going to cry at a funeral, especially a tonguey, I'll go a couple of days earlier, I'll get my tears underway and, and sort it out so that on the tonguey day, on the day of the tonguey or the day of the ceremony, um, I can be strong for whoever else can't, can't be. So I've always looked at it, that aspect there. But yeah, definitely show the emotion. It's like masturbating before going out on a date, isn't it? It's an interesting reason, though. I mean, it makes sense that you're saying so you can be strong for other people, but it's kind of something special about sharing, you know, your grief. Do you think that you're missing out on that because you're trying to be strong and instead of, you know, sharing your grief with other people and having that moment of connection? For me, not so much. I, um, I don't have a problem wearing my heart on my sleeve, etc. Uh, I just think that sometimes in certain um, in certain places that well, I don't need to I don't need to cry. But if I want to cry, I'll make a point of, you know what, I, I want to cry at this time here. I want to cry at this funeral. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna go along a couple of days earlier and I'm gonna cry my eyes out. But you know, which I'm happy to do. But then mm. I've done the tears and I can I work in the events industry, and one of the things we do do a few of is, is funerals and things like that. So I'm also, it's kind of like a funeral director. They're used to it. One of the rules is you can't. Mm. Yeah, right, okay. Mm. Yeah, funerals are a weird, they're a weird vibe. Uh, I've told the story many times, but my mother um, went to my grandfather's funeral, her father. I was there, and she uh, cried so much that she fell under the hole on top of the coffin. Which would, that's quite a height too. Bam, straight on the front. And then tried to scramble up. And unfortunately, it was raining. So it was just muddied. Oh, awful. Oh, my God. I've, I've certainly seen that, you know. Um, when I was younger, well, still in the same height as when I was when I was 12 or 13, but it's six foot high, six foot's the depth of a. Um, so you'd go to the Udupa, to the to the cemetery, and they'd say, who's six foot? And I'm, I am. Jump in the hole. I want to measure it. Oh, no, we've got to come a little bit further. A little, that's oh, our yeah. height. Oh, yeah. that's super freaky. Yeah, you're so, right. Everyone does grieve differently. I, and I'm not um, – sorry, Karina's just written here. Everyone grieves differently. There's no right or wrong way with grief. And totally agree. Um, and that's – sorry if that came across that I was – saying that you are not taking an opportunity to grieve with others. I was just genuinely interested. I have a real thing um, around my emotional status that I have similar things like I have real boundaries around where I'll let myself go and where I won't. Do you know what I mean? There are certain times where I go, I'm just not, I can't deal with that or I'm not going to approach something in a certain way, just having these certain boundaries that – I operate with because they suit me better. 
and everybody I, does I, have their, their own way. I had a little little cry, which I didn't mean to do, but I'm somebody who likes to go on YouTube journeys. I don't watch a lot, a lot of television, so I do go through a lot of social media. And I got onto something which had Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump, Gary Salise, I think his name is. He's now goes to different places and um, and he's got his own band and he goes to all these army places. He's the one that lost his legs at Forest in Forest Gump and Forrest saves him. And when he does this, he goes away and does it all. And then all these people, now he's going and playing his band at different military bases and he's been there three, four, five times. He's got this thing where he goes up and puts money and raises money and foundation for these um, injured war, um, people that have gone to war in America. And I'm watching and then all these Hollywood people came and said, thank you. And there was so many and I'm watching him and he's just in tears thinking, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to help other people that are already helping our country. And I'm sitting there like tears rolling out my eyes and then going, oh, look, Thane's online. I better check this out. Wipe my eyes and now I'm on here. <laughs> I, know. I have a real thing like I have to be so careful about the news. Like, I don't know, it's ever since I had kids, if there's something about a child specifically, I just it's the kids' things where I just can't handle it and I'll just hold on to it for like a week and I'll just be, I can't forget about it. This has gone on, like physically, like in tears, just reading the news. And it's kind of disturbing. You have to put a block on it sometimes. I'm like, I, I just can't. And Thane will have the news on. It'll be super loud. I'm like, turn it off. <laughs> it's just doing um, my head in. Yeah, I've got, that's why I watched, uh, my wife will be in one room, I'll be in the other, and it's generally it's sort of this time at night, and I'm just scrolling through things like, uh, you know, and it's, here Here I am crying my eyes out like, like a little girl. Hey, who cares? Girls and boys can cry. Sounds horrible. Apologies for that yeah. one. But, and then going, like, wiping my eyes. I've got, um, and I've got CCTV cameras, including one in the uh, in my lounge room, which I use for watching my dogs. It's not for creepiness. And I'm sitting there crying, hoping that my, my daughter and my, my wife can't see me um, so I can try and be some sort of big tattooed macho male. Yeah. You know what's the bagpipes for me and the Māori version of How Great Thou Art that will set me off in any kind of funeral? That's great. Right. Weddings. Well, yeah, weddings for you. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you've got to say hello to Paulette. Uh, I used to work with her at Aotearoa Television from years and years ago. Anyway, she's uh, probably in the UK. Say hi to you. And also, Karina, come back. You had the right link, and then we disconnected. I didn't get you in time, and then you kind of left. So, if you want to come back and talk death and ghosts and shit, um, help yourself. Man, we've crossed the hour mark here, guys. This is great. Weddings get you. I got I got married recently. There we go. Oh, congratulations. Oh, Fantastic. Awesome. How did it feel? I didn't cry. I didn't dance. I got up and I sung a song and I don't sing at all. I got wow. up in front of 300 people because it was me. I'd have a big, big wedding. And, um, yeah, got, got up and sung a couple of wires and uh, – because I refuse to do the first dance. I've been a, amongst many jobs. I've been a bouncer for 20 years, and bouncers don't dance. So you're standing looking right. tough. So when they were like, are you going to dance? I said, no, I'm not. But I'll do something that's totally out of my comfort zone. And yeah. So what about refused. vows? Did you say your own vows? Did you lose your vows? Uh, it was terrible. It was fantastically terrible. Um, yeah. I structured the whole thing like I do in the events industry. So I had timelines for everything. I had a team of staff running around doing it all. And then Did I realized. You um, well, she gave me the date, etc., and then um, I planned, assisted in the planning. She said, "This is what we're going to do." But the moment I had the opportunity to do some, get in there and do what I do for a day job, which is events and pulling them off, um, 
yeah, we just smashed it out of the park. And but oh, I, I love that. Let's not do vows. And but the worst thing for me was I, I work mm. in the television industry and I'm so used to having a director in the ear and he's talking away to you and um, they're, they're saying so this uh, this this wonderful celebrant she says comes over and then starts whispering in my ear so that she um, she doesn't become part of it it becomes my wedding and my right. my wife's wedding so she whispers in my ear and all I could hear was a television director. And then I started coming out and speaking like this. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I see Daniel take Victoria and then realise that I'm speaking like I'm some form of, you know, commentator for a drifting series. <laughs> Will you please take me to be your lawfully wedded? Yeah. Free <laughs> for 30 fun. days. Well, hey, did I beat you in a... Sorry. Well, they say the first rule in radio is you don't put on a voice. But then I yeah. worked out that would you rather put on a voice or like be a Brad Pitt and make twenty five million or get paid? You know what? You know some of the other people. Yeah. What normally what we all get paid is just rubbish. Hey, um, have you got a wedding, um, video? Um, Did you? You must have recorded it, mate. Come on. Yeah. Look, I. It's. <laughs> Well, I was quite lucky. I only did a single camera shoot. We were supposed to do it outside. I knew it was going to rain. I had seven cameras and a live drone set um, sorted out, um, but it didn't happen. So it, it rained. So I managed oh. to do it inside. And um, yeah, there, there is a wedding video somewhere. I think I turned it off. I did it live. I don't know, three or 400 people tuned in live. Small, kept it small. No one understood. And we did 350, I think, for the after party. And they realized, ah, that's why I did a ceremony so small. <laughs> One of your kids, you've got a kid who's what, 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 off the army or something like that? Yeah, so my daughter, she's 19. She's just headed off to the army and um, she seems to be loving Well, she says she's loving it. She messages every now and then, um, which is great. Uh, I've got... I've got four children that I'm, and one that I'm never giving back, so I've got the big high five for me. Oh, that's Look so at cool. the televisions in my house. I mean, I don't know what's gone wrong there because I certainly had the televisions to reduce the number of the size of my whanau, but <laughs> yeah, so I've got, um, yeah, I've got three daughters and a beautiful little son. It took me three girls to make a boy, and then I've got one that I'll never give them back. So, oh, okay. What what age was the toughest age with the army um, daughter? She's well, she's nineteen. She's just gone on. She's the easiest child because she's like one of the boys. Oh, hey, right. welcome. Hey, who's this on the line? We've got B on there. How are you, mate? Texas. How's it going? Hello. Yeah. Whereabouts are you uh, beaming in from? Byron, I've been following you recently. Oh, good on you, Byron. Oh, hi. How are you? It doesn't yeah. come, it only came up with All a right. B. So it's very inconspicuous. Yeah. What is that in the background, Byron? That's Texaco. Say nineteen. And the gramophone. 30. That's a real gramophone. Wow. wow. So, of course, in 1987, Steve Soper raced the uh, Ford Sierra Cosworth at Bathurst to win uh, in the Texaco Colours. Does that, that sound all right, Byron? Uh, yep, yep. I yeah, import a lot of American stuff, and I've got them all over my house. But, yeah, that's Texaco one, real one. I think it's 1930-something. Yeah. Wow. Cool. I think they're still going in Texas because I have family in Texas, and I remember – that would well, does a gramophone work? It I do does. like America. Can you play something? Yeah, can you play something for us? Let's uh, have a look. Yeah. 
I'm just going cool, to get my phone, uh, my laptop charger, but I'm listening. Okay. okay. Here we go, guys. Just going out and find a record. What do you think it's going to be, a 45? Might be. What fits? Is it a 45? 45, oh, yeah. There we go. I've got mine. What are we playing? Johnny Cash. Oh, good oh, one. Goes into his Americana. Oh my god, awesome! Hey, Karina, welcome to the show. Oh, we're just, you know, we're just we're just watching them. We're just watching B here throw something on his uh, gramophone. His gramophone, yeah. Hi, Karina. Oh, this is exciting. Hello. Wait, I'm trying to look at the camera. I need my I'm glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you can't miss this moment. You can't miss this moment. Full screen. Yeah, do it, Tone. That is incredible. Old technology. He's winding it up, everybody. There he is. He's got some Johnny Cash on there. And then I, I assume he's just going to go. Oh, wow. Wow. Gee. Good song. That is so cool. Oh, my gosh. Can you turn it up a little? <laughs> gosh. Sounds old, eh? Well, it is old, though. Yeah. How cool is that? Very cool. Good on you, Steve. Uh, sorry, uh, B. Steve, we're going to say goodbye to now to you because it's all buffering up out of the hell. Thanks. We're on again tomorrow night, so drop by. Take care, guys. Thanks, matey. See you soon. Um, B, stick around for the – oh, B's gone as well. Um, thank you very much. Karina, thanks for joining us. Now, uh, if you've just joined us, everybody, Karina was like a medium. Uh, she helped us uh, handle a couple of poltergeists, which I suspected were haunting our place in Northcote Point. Uh, and uh, give us a little bit of background to that story, everyone, Karina. Do you remember it? Mm. To your particular one, yeah, I remember it. It was actually really quite good. Uh, so usually in my line of work, people are divinely guided to me. So it has to it has to be some sort of divine guidance from your guides or what have you, in order to make the interaction in the matrix. Now, with your particular like the like it wasn't my first gig, I guess. So it um, so it was something that that I recognised when you rang up and told me the different variables that were associated with your situation like I knew it I, I knew what it was I knew what what was to happen when you said about the smell you're right the different entities have specific smell okay and the more rotten or putrid it is the, the longer they've been here they've been stuck here right. now a lot of a lot right. of at, at, at the moment right <clears throat> So there was this thing. In order for the whole planet to to raise their levels of consciousness, right? Um, 
more often than not, there's different uh, frequencies, sort of like sonar sent out to everybody. And depending on your consciousness level or depending on how much work you've done spiritually or what have you, you're able to pick up on these different frequencies or these different messages that are sent out. If you uh, look at different physicists, like, for example, I'm going to name drop here. For example, Einstein said that all of his information came from some higher source somewhere else. He said that he said that daydreaming was more important than, than, than the reality that we lived in. And it's because of these alternate realities that, that exist, right? And so here on Earth, uh, what I mean by, by it's been here the longest is it's, 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 it's decided to latch on here. There might be an energetic imprint to, to, to people's property, to the land. There might, there might be something that happened that was traumatic that, that's, that's caused this particular um, consciousness to remain. Okay? There, are some, there, there, there are all different, different types of ways that people, they, they, they call them hauntings, but you're not always haunted. You need to understand mm. that that time only exists in this. Way. All of the everything, all of these. So, so because time only exists in this reality, there is no past, there is no future. Everything just is, and so, and because of this, these different entities or energetic imprints are able to exist in the same reality that that we're in, <clears throat> and sometimes they cross paths. Now, for your particular um, job, there was there was a smell. And the children, the children were the key, okay? So for the mm -hmm. kids to be able to pick up on this, because, because they're, um, they're more pure, they haven't, they haven't been conditioned for as long as adults have. They, they get mm -hmm. to, they, they, they're still able to dream. They're still able to, to do these different things without being told that, that, it, that it's wrong. This is why they're able to pick up on the different frequencies. It, like, like even any, it, and this is the only planet that we're actually physical beings. Every other planet, we're, they're actually etheric. So, so this is why they and and they're also non-denominational, and they can be in different places all at once, simultaneously. Now, when you um, so so for that for your particular one, there was stagnant negative energy that was that was attached, right? And it was it would have been to do with one particular bit of wood. Now, now for you, it was underneath. So there was a there. So what? I know you mentioned the salt, okay? The salt was to clear the energies, okay? So those attached energies, they was, they'd been there for so long, they needed to be transmuted, okay, or pushed back. And, and, and so, so my job was to transmute that energy and, and release it so that it couldn't stay there, so it couldn't latch onto your kids when they're trying to sleep, so, you know, didn't put you in a foul mood every day, you know, those sort of things, because it would have started to creep into your daily life. Then you would have sold your house and, and, and moved. Like, it was just... Anyway... <laughs> It's involved, isn't it? It, it is actually yeah. there's a lot more going on than people realize. Okay. And when I when I deliver my I don't tell them about all of these different variables. But but I did notice that you noticed certain things like the dragonstone, like the like the like the salt. What you didn't notice mm -hmm. was the salt actually hit my blood on it and I was just like oh. <laughs> really? Hey guys, I'm, I'm playing. When did what you, um, when did, you <laughs> did you bleed before you arrived or during it? Did you go Why? to the bathroom? It was so dark and stagnant. Like, no, that's that's the thing. No, what? it was all part of how part of how my craft works. Like there was, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, all, I can't always explain how it works. I don't know when it's working and what to do. And each, and each. How to do this, right? 
For hey, each Karina, different situation, it's all intuition. So my guides and angels would have had a, had a conversation with your guides and angels prior to us meeting, and then they give me the the give me what to do during that time. Um, how bad was this entity that was at the house? Out of ten, was it evil? Shit. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. So, um, because of the say. age of the house <laughs> and the area, and when it was, <laughs> it was yeah, not so cool. Okay. Wow. When, when right. I've got to be called for these particular jobs, right, I'll have to talk to, like, the elders and things like that, and then they'll know why I was picked for those particular jobs. And that was a big one. It was a big one. It was a dark one. When you say the elders, one. are you yeah. talking about human beings or in another realm? Uh, both. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, 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 there are so what do you what do you practice? Is it witchcraft or is it... Like, is there a specific name you would reference it as, your particular craft? Uh, okay, so so as my craft's evolved, it's changed from these different human conceptions of what it actually is. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess if I needed a human name to give it, it would be um, an energy manipulator. I don't know. Um, so, mm -hmm. so because every energy is just vibrating at a different speed on a different frequency, different energies are able to counteract or zen out particular uh, other energies. So okay. in order for me to be able to transmute that, yeah, I have to raise my frequency. Can I ask you a question on a completely unrelated note? Yeah. If, can you, what's your opinion on, you know, like a positive mindset and using your vibrations to attract things into your life that are positive? Do you believe in that? Yes, I believe that we're all creative beings, right? We're all sent here to be able to create our own realities. Um, mm. Many people are breaking out of the, the, the actual conditioning for now. It actually is. You can think yourself anything. I think you should think yourself Wi-Fi. Really breaking up there. So it's, yeah, the oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. That's okay. We got to. You can think yourself anything. So, it can work. Yeah. Hey, um, Karina, thank you very much for joining yeah. us. So, yeah. so the future awesome. actually hasn't happened. Um, a lot. A lot. Okay. Hey, I'm That's just okay. saying. Thank you very much for joining us, Karina. Damn. Uh, I think I've had I'll talk to you again. Tonight. Sorry. It yeah. keeps on. No worries. Can That's we talk okay. again tomorrow night? Is it okay? <laughs> yep, no worries. Okay. Thank <laughs> okay. you. No, I understand. Okay. It'll, it'll probably oh, yeah. make your brain go, because there's stuff you know, there's stuff you don't know, and then when you reach the stuff that you didn't know that you didn't know. Okay. You See can't you. know what you don't know. Bye. You know, it was getting very full on there, and um, we had the clash of the audio. I don't like throwing the word spooky around, but um, it was no a bit one of a said the word spooky. No one Did said they? that word. They didn't. You sure about that? <laughs> no, I, what, what I'm saying is, is that 
It is a little <clears throat> bit weird, isn't it? And and parts of it is a bit um, spooky. But Karina, I'm certainly happy that Karina's on our side. Yeah. I, what was a bit weird what was... What part do you find spooky? That we had such an entity <clears throat> in the house at the time. And she wasn't, you know, able to really communicate how bad it was. She gave us the Suzanne Paul happy face vibe, where I think it was even worse than what she was saying. But anyway, we'll talk to her right. tomorrow. She yeah, well, has... who knows? I mean, it's gone now, so. Thank God for that. Okay, well, I think we've, are you tired or what's your story now? I mean, how do people do like six hours of talk back? Nightmare. I don't know how long. Um, how long does what's his name? Um, uh, you know who I'm talking about, and I always forget his name. He's the talkback guy. Duncan Garner. No. No. Um, the Which other one that looks like a hedgehog. Hosking. No. Yep, this one. No, what's his hours? hours? He does like six to nine, mate, and he's paid about one point eight. Yeah, that's not bad, actually, is it? That's very, very good. The country Pretty is good, listening really. to my Hosking. Even to be honest, my routine hasn't changed much. I do get up around six thirty-seven and start my day, and so I do tune in to ZB in the morning or the national uh, radio to see what's going on. I'm a bit of a news hound, everybody. I'm, I live for notifications, especially breaking news ones, which is a bit, um, you know, is what it is. Um, but anyways, uh, we're going to do another show tomorrow, probably from nine o'clock. Once all the kids go down and what have you, uh, you're most Is anyone still to listening us. to this? Was it a good time? Yeah, we had 11 people. We had 11 people tuned in. But, you know, okay. the views will be going through. Um, Benny Mac says this is awesome. Thank you very much. Do you want to meet Benny Mac for a second? Benny, why don't you jump on quickly? You remember Benny. He's, we were going to do a live show with Benny, and, you know, Benny was like, remember we were going to do my whole life when I was at George uh, for 24 hours oh, yeah. on, on, I think it was called Live the Stream. And mm-hmm. uh, and Benny was going to help. Maybe we'll get Benny on the show tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Also, this this coming week, I want to get um, Duncan Garner on, and I'd love to get Tim Shabold on the show as well, because oh, that guy's great. got he's a lot of he's got so much. He's having a hard time, man. He's having a hard time what? here. I mean, he, he's he, because he's older now. You know how people are when they're older. They, you, you get that mind upset of, of being a hoarder. Well, this fella is basically holding on to the mural chains of Invercargill, and he's oh. he's storing his stuff in, in the council properties. He's being a nightmare for those for those people in the council, and they want to roll him, but he doesn't want to go. So he is desperately holding on. But he's such a charming, cheery chap. Remember, there was a TV show he used to do called "Thank God It's Friday," uh, years and years ago. And um, he was the mayor of West Auckland at one point. But anyways, he'd be a good chat. It'll be a little bit sad yeah. because he wasn't not quite the racehorse he used to be, you know. I think it's a really tough time getting older. I think it's full on. Yeah. Like what happens to who you are? No one cares anymore. It just sort of goes out the window and you're kind of just this doddery person. And it's, you know, it's, it's totally unfair. Yeah, don't know. And maybe we should get B on. Byron, you should come back and play another song for us. We can all go to the toilet while you bring your gramophone on and go live. We've got to talk to Karina again tomorrow and catch up with Steve, and he can show you what a pokey machine's like. Or maybe bring some of that magic. He goes live with the pokies, he brings it on here, and maybe it'll turn out to bring some audience. I don't know why we have to go to the toilet when the gramophone is on. 
because I've been drinking a lot of booze, some booze, and so I'm like, I need toilet right. breaks. This has been, been popping off all the time. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that was so cool. I've never seen Byron. a gramophone. And look, Byron says this, ha ha, no. But little do oh. we, what did he say? Tim needs Tim to give, needs it, up, to give it, up, but it up, but he won't. Oh, I respect yeah. him for that. Yeah, good on you, Josh. Yeah, it's true. We all know Granddad needs to go to the retirement village, but he still wants to run the big house at home, you know, and someone's going to sit down and have a heart-to-heart with a guy. I don't think we should push him. I think he needs to go. It's time. But, you know, it really is time. We're going to move this old codron. But he's such a charming dude. Yeah, and, you know, it's the kind of, like – isn't that his choice? Like, at what point did then you get to say that he's old and you now are smarter enough, smarter than him, and you get to decide what he does with his life? I mean, how does that work? How would you feel if you were doing something for you know your life's work, and then someone was like, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know, like, you're pretty old. We're going to move you on now," and you're like, "What?" You know, and that's that's a real white thing. It's, you know, it's, we don't respect our elders. We don't, yay. You know that that movie, The Popes, you know, when the the Francis, Pope Francis was really old and he, then they ran two popes at the same time. Oh, I don't know this. Okay. So the the old Pope was so faint, saying, hang on, let's just go on the line here. Hang on. Uh, So this is. I'll just go while everybody's watching here. I'll go on. Let's see the money's page. What's it like a movie about two popes? Anybody can. Hey, shut that. Can that. Oh, shut yeah, your conversation. So sorry about that. So check out this um, little um, preview here. It's a goodie. Can you see it? Check this out. Yep. Oh. I think we watched this. I know. I told you we did. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. But I'm just saying, in general. So basically, when one pope, when one pope is like you know still there, the guy on the left, they bring in the new pope. So I'm saying, keep old Tim Shepold on, bring a new mayor in. They go mayor for mayor. There's two mayors at the helm. Nothing wrong with that. Um, new mayor, obviously, he's still running the show. And uh, old mayor, he's still haunting the place. And then when Tim decides it's time, he just doesn't turn up. And you're going to pitch this? Is that- to Tim. I think right. I'm going to pitch it to Tim Shepold. If you're from Dunedin, tomorrow we're going to have a Dunedin Classic. We're going to try and get Tim on the show. I'm going to talk him down. I'm going to talk him down. Tim said it was up to Invercargill to decide when his time was up, and ultimately they will have to. Yeah. When is it? When when is this going down? When's the mayoral elections in Dunedin? I'm not up with that. I'm not up with that. What am I asking you this for? How how would you know this? (laughs) Uh, But maybe I can Google this. Okay. When is. The next, and then I have to say, it's really nice. Like, literally, you were sitting there going, I'm just waiting for Bomber to turn in, and I was about to go and do some work. And then I felt bad for you because you were sort of sitting at the table and like your friend hadn't turned up to your play date, and I felt bad. I was like, I can jump on. And then I jumped on, and it's actually really nice to have some, I don't know, 
conversation with other people that I haven't oh, been shit, in a bubble. Oh, shit, he's an invercargle. Yeah, it's, you know what, thank you very much for coming on board um, and doing this because I no think way. we'll change the graphics now. Bomber's out, you're in. It's just cool. easier. Um, so there's by-elections going on. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow now. It's even special. You okay. said Invercargill. Invercargill. He's in Invercargill, isn't he? Not we have booked Tim. Yes. Hey, so so Benny, what are you talking about? We have booked Tim. Do you know Tim's details? I know I know Tim Shadbolt's son, Ben Shadbolt. But how can we get hold of Tim? Please let us know. It's just. Are we going to have guests? Then? Yeah, well, I'm going to try and book Tim for a Saturday night. What else is he going to do, right? Oh, he could go out. He's in like level three. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah. We'll but you still can't go Duncan, out. Duncan Garner, wouldn't mind getting Duncan. What's he? He left so quick. He didn't even have a last show. I know there was some shit going down with the media work stuff, mm. uh, which didn't, you know, the timing is awkward. But uh, he's a brilliant broadcaster. I want to know what's actually going on. Probably can't tell us, but he's a very interesting dude. Is he? Yeah, I don't really know much about his background. I, I always felt like he was just a wee bit abrasive and maybe just a man's He's man. A, I don't know. He yeah. didn't really appeal to me as a someone I could listen to long term. I was like, what is this oh, guy He's definitely about? an alpha male. Definitely an alpha male. I yeah. didn't. <sighs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. He was doing a gig. Uh, yeah, I didn't feel alpha male like in a – nice sense of like alpha male but it felt like a little bit power play and just very ramming stuff down your throat and it was just like didn't get the Such point across the the is it okay really? i see it's a sex joke you're pulling up yeah. there i get it um benny started it right well let's just get out of here now eh? um, i'm i'm tired and so we're back tomorrow from nine everybody uh this will remain online for uh, as long as it's not too embarrassing all right from us a very good evening thank you Ta -da. thank you bye